This is the Tiger Kickoff Podcast with your hosts, Emily Liker, Callum McAndrew, and Wilson Moore. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Tiger Kickoff Podcast. We are your Columbia, Missourian MU football beat writers. I'm Emily Liker. I'm Callum McAndrew. I'm Wilson Moore. And we have a very special in-studio guest with us. We're also going to have a couple call-in guests in a bit, but our in-studio guest, former Tiger kickoff Missouri football beat writer, has been in our shoes before. He's now still covering the team. Now he works uh, as an intern for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch with Dave Matter, Max Baker. Max, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on on National Chicken and Waffles Day. I appreciate it. Um, I I hope you guys are you know taking this day in and having just having a great day. Max, how's your bye week going? I know we've all been trying to win the bye week, and I'm wondering if you're winning it as well. My bye week has been won. I had I went to every one of my classes, and you know. I, oh, that's not how you win the bye week. <laughs> How, how do you win the bye week? You, by not going to any club, by saving up all of your freebie skip classes and not going to a single one. Oh, well, then I'm 0-1 on my yeah, bye well, week. You know, like Georgia. Like Georgia. Georgia did not win their bye week this week. And that's true. We're going to continue talking about winning the bye week in a bit, but we should take a quick detour back to this past weekend. Missouri had its third SEC loss of the season. They fell 35-14 to against Texas A&M at home. I mean... We say this every week when they make the same mistakes. Like, what do the Tigers take away from this? What do we take away from this game? Like, it was just the same mistakes. I mean, does anyone have anything anything new? I mean, no. <laughs> I, like, it's we've seen this game so many times. The opposing team runs the ball down Missouri's throat. Uh, Devon Echain uh, had, like, three runs for 20 yards in a span of five snaps in the first quarter. We see this... Every time it's not, there are times where it's an issue of identifying the problem and solving it. The problem is very easily identified, but it's, I don't know that it's something you can solve at this point. Definitely. And I mean, they're still at the bottom of the NCAA rushing defense standing. So that's unsurprising. I mean, Max, do you have anything to add? I mean, it, it's, it's not pretty to watch. I mean, you, you know, you, you you it's a lot of the same movies in it you know every week it's like well we just didn't come out with the right energy this week or we didn't have we didn't stop the run this week and it's like well you know like we heard that last week so it's not you know I, yeah that's it's, it's just kind of the same thing over and over again it's like why are we what are we doing here I just realized, Max, you've been on the beat for three consecutive years now you were there for the man eater in 2019. Then you were there for the Missourian in 2020, and now you're with the Post Dispatch in 2021. I mean, how do you, I mean? We're about to get into more this general is the stuff, worst but I was going to say, three. is this the worst you've team this you've is, covered? This is the worst. The team in 2019, where they lost like five straight games, was was not pretty, but they stopped the run. That's that's true. <laughs> they did team stop the run. Did not stop the run, and so I think this might be the worst of the three. I think it was interesting. One of the things Elijah Drinkwitz said after the game, which I was not in his press conference, so I don't know what the tone of this statement was or his tone overall. I mean, I can imagine it because he's usually the same after a loss, but he said, this is part of the building process at Mizzou. I realized that maybe last year we probably overachieved, and so everybody assumed that those expectations apply to this year. It hadn't gone that way. It just hadn't. 
but that's part of the process and i've said this before i wish success was always linear it's not there's fight there's wrestling there's good days and bad days do we do we feel like there's fight in this missouri team not really i feel like there have been a lot more bad days i can't remember all the last good day that we've seen north texas i guess yeah that's true that was a good central michigan i mean what no, yeah, I just there haven't there's been <laughs> there, there's good there days and bad days. There have there's not been, been a, a lot of good days. It doesn't seem like there've been a lot of good days. This this seemed like a pitch for like just not taking any of the blame. This was, I mean, assuming that they expected they went five and five. That's fine. Like, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're setting the expectations too high. Come on. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't think that they were, like, phenomenal last year or anything like that. Like, also, you have to take into account that the season started a month late, almost a month, if not exactly a month, and then was only 10 games. Sure, they had, quote-unquote, like, big-ish wins, like, they beat LSU, but, like, LSU was not anywhere near the same team. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I would agree that this is the worst season probably that we've seen as Mizzou students. Also, just the first half of that last sentence, there's fight, there's wrestling. There hasn't been much of either of those. No, because if they were fighting, they would be stopping the run. Wrestling involves actually making contact with people. And that's, and... I, I do think it's worth noting when you compare this year's team to last year's team, that last year's team won a bunch of close games. I think, I, I think it won basically every really close game it was in. It beat LSU, um, Arkansas on the last second field goal. This year's team has lost those, and that's a huge swing. It almost beat Kentucky. It almost beat Boston College. That's a huge difference. And we heard we heard it a lot when they were two and two that we're, we're two plays away from being four and zero. Oh, and you can always you know dive down into the hypotheticals, but there is a certain amount of truth to that. That we could be looking at a very different Missouri team. Same skill level, but just different results that would entirely change the complexion of the season. They're about 87 plays from being 7-0, and if you don't look at <laughs> so I That I, is Wilson, not that many. That is not that many. I mean, Wilson, you, look at it, you can look at it that way, but you can also look at it, you know. But, but I think it's definitely fair to look at the two ideas of they got lucky last year. And they have been, to a certain extent, they're still not a good team, but to a certain extent, unlucky this year. They also they also lost Nick Bolton, Bledsoe, and Gillespie, who are all now playing in the NFL. And like people were like, well, okay, they're going to replace those guys. They, they didn't really re- – I mean, they replaced them. They just didn't replace them with NFL talent at the moment. Especially so. at linebacker. Yeah, so that – yeah. I'm I'm gonna transition us. I'm hearing words from our call-in guests that they are disagreeing with some of our takes that we're sharing because they can hear us right now, and we are going oh, no. to we are going to transition to more of a look at Missouri football as a whole. I mean, obviously, we don't have anything to preview except for the rest of the season, I guess. Um, so yeah, I think our our call-in guests are here. Okay, so we have hello. hello. <laughs> we have two additional guests joining us now. Um, First is Liam Quinn, who is also a former Columbia, Missourian MU football beat writer. He's now a breaking news reporter for NorthJersey.com. And then Bennett Durando, also a former Columbia, Missourian MU football beat writer. It's just a big, it's like our own homecoming this week. And Bennett's uh, at the Montgomery Advertiser now, and he is the Auburn beat reporter for them. Bennett and Liam, welcome. Uh, what, what was your intro? Uh, was it flattering? Yes, it was very flattering. I said it was like a homecoming to have you guys back and talking with us. Yeah, yeah. You sure. guys, you guys, were, <laughs> you were also just telling me via text um, that you 
well, mainly Bennett, but that you guys disagree with some of the, the takes we were just sharing about Missouri football and, and Drinkwitz. So I don't know how much you've been pay, paying attention to this season, but uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on Mizzou right now, Liam? I, I'm not a, a huge supporter of their level of play this season. I think it's, I would classify it as not good. Um, <laughs> oh, is that the opposite of bad? That's, that, yeah. what's, that's a hot take. <laughs> so... You know, I, I, I watched this year, you know, as a fan, which, you know, when I was on the beat, obviously I wasn't doing that. But, um, you know, I grew up a Mizzou fan because, you know, my dad went to Mizzou, so I grew up watching games. And then I sort of stopped being a fan after being on the beat because, I don't know, I just didn't care as much. But now I'm, I'm trying to become a fan again, but this team's not making it easy because, um, well, they stink, in my <laughs> opinion. Um and I don't know, I, I, I think it's silly to put too much of it on a coach, you know, good or bad. It's, it's not even his second – he hasn't been for two full years. So, I don't know. It's just been disappointing uh, watching them this season. I didn't even watch the last game because I knew what was going to happen. But I had watched every other game. I think it's just <laughs> – I, I hate watching them because when your team can't stop uh, the run, it's – probably the worst thing you can watch um, in any sport, I think. When when you like a team that cannot stop the run and the other team's just running for 10 yards per play, that's probably the thing that makes you most want to, you know, gouge your own eyes out. So, <laughs> uh, so not good it, would fit with that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that, that's sort of a, a more fleshed-out version of my not good. Would you say your expectations were set too high from last season? No, no, I mean... That's <laughs> I didn't thing. think so. I, I really watched, didn't think so. I've watched Mizzou football my whole life, basically, and this is easily the worst team of the last four years. <laughs> there is a lot of bad teams before that, so, you know, it's not... I, I don't know, I, I'm, a, I'm also a Jets fan, um, <laughs> so I, I just don't really watch football anymore. <laughs> That's, that's fair. I mean, so you touched on Drinkwitz a little bit and like not blaming this on him, which I think is a fair statement. He has been here only a season and a half now and last season hardly counts as a season. But in terms of like a honeymoon phase for a coach, like is that is that like over for Drinkwitz now? Is it kind of like reality? Because I think that's something that we've all talked about um, where it very much mm-hmm. seems like he has a different outlook now than he did for the past year. Right. Uh, that's a good, I think that's sort of a good way of looking at it in terms of a honeymoon phase. Um, it's, you know, I think it's being in a relationship, you know, when you just start off, you you always want to be with each other. Um, and you know, you're always hanging out and, you know, you miss each other after you didn't see somebody for two days and it's like, all right, you know, a few months into the relationship, you start to realize all the things you don't like about that person. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's the end of the relationship, but I think patience is just really, really important because nobody's perfect. You're not going to like every single thing about everybody. It's important to realize that there's good, there's bad, and things need time. And Please elaborate think, on look, that. Is, are, are you <laughs> handing out the final rose tonight? <laughs> I just want to say, that was my favorite 30 seconds of this podcast we've had all year. Uh... I'm not going to get into too specific, but like, you know, look, obviously what I want in a 
relationship partner is somebody who can stop the run a little better. But <laughs> is the run your ick? If, is that if, if she if she shows that she can you know have a creative can run a creative RPO and maybe bring in some good recruits, I think it's worth staying in the relationship. Just at least see where it goes. Speaking of recruits, we're gonna kind of touch on two topics with you and then apparently we can only have one caller on at once so we're gonna switch Bennett in after that but speaking of recruits Luther Burden last night I know you tweeted about it at least once I saw it uh I think you're really a good tweet. pretty funny tweet really yeah I mean you're a pretty funny tweeter oh, I so I, I must have missed that Wilson oh, shame you. on you um I mean <laughs> go yeah, look it up Wilson <laughs> <laughs> is this who is I mean this is a question for all of us sitting here is this like Missouri's biggest commit of recent years like who would be the last commit on this level do you think jethro franklin okay uh, shut up <laughs> uh, <laughs> terry beckner dgb but is that recent dgb in like yeah. 2012 yeah. yeah i dgb is the one that i remember but i i, I sort of I, I don't think i think actually there's been a more recent example of like this much of a hype and that's when kelly bryant transferred that's mm-hmm. a good point um sort of a different um scenario since he was he was already established but it, it is it just seems kind of few and far between when Missouri is able to bring in players that just gets the entire fan base excited I mean I wasn't the only one tweeting about it I mean it was sort of my whole timeline uh I remembered last night I really remembered how many people from Missouri I follow uh, <laughs> but uh yeah I think DGB in terms of recruit is the one I remember you know, as a fan, I'm like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. Hopefully he's as good as DGB and uh, better off the field. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a great point. Hopefully he is better off the field. Um, I mean, do we think, though, a lot of people are obviously very hopeful about Luther Burden coming. I mean, he made a big statement about, like, wanting to stay home and obviously, like, a five-star commit, so he's very good. Uh, but, like... I think there's like this sometimes this misconception that like these young players can come in and like immediately change a program and looking at where Missouri is this season, how much of an immediate impact do we think he's, he's going to be able to have like one single player. Can he stop the run? I was with that. Well, he doesn't play defense. So (laughs) he will play both sides of the ball. But yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. He's, he's one receiver and what's already a fairly deep receiver position group but yeah it's it's a process I think that kind of goes back to what Liam was talking about not to dive uh all the way back into that metaphor but it's it, it takes time can you use two of those stars for the defense Is it... <laughs> no they don't they don't do it that way all right Rivals, maybe. Well, rivals how much, how much, I mean, if you want to, I mean, you could play him at corner. Cornerback is just wide receiver, but defense, right? I mean, yeah, I don't think it's that easy. If you think, if you think about it, um, I don't know. I mean, it's nice. It's like you might want to keep your five star happy, yeah, Liam. No, it's like you know, maybe you live in a mountainous area and you need four wheel drive, but it's nice to have a Ferrari sometimes. <laughs> Liam is killing it with the, the metaphors, like it, yeah, like similes, it, analogies today. I mean, to that point, though, of, I mean, I doubt they will have him play both sides of the ball. I doubt they'd switch him. But D- oh, Doubt yeah. might not yeah, be yeah. a strong enough <laughs> word here. I just I just love the name Luther Burden. There's so, so really many possibilities. Yeah. I texted to a few friends. I was like, Luther Burden, 
sounds like the name of a Catholic school in St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, there is Lutheran North and Lutheran South, so yeah, I, yeah, thought, I thought it was a good text. <laughs> okay, well, Leon, we don't want to keep you for too long. I know it's in the middle of your work day, and we're trying to get to, to Bennett, our good friend Bennett, before he switches and has to talk with Brian Harson. So thank you for hopping on a little bit. Thank you for the wonderful dating analogy that you just provided. I'm sure Isabel is going to be thrilled to hear about it when I have Kaylee text her later, but it was wonderful. <laughs> hey, look, Isabel's a two-way player. She offense, defense, you know, I'm not looking to make a change at the moment. So It sounds know, like she's like me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't get you in trouble. That's good to hear, Leah. <laughs> Okay, thanks for having me on. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming. Well. I already, I previously introed him before we realized that they both couldn't talk at the same time. But this is Bennett Durando. He's an he's the Auburn beat reporter for the Montgomery Adv- Advertiser. I keep on wanting to say advisor. It's advertiser. I have it written down. Uh, Bennett, how are you? Hey, I'm pretty good. What's up, friends? <laughs> We're just chilling in the recording studio. You know, <laughs> you know how it is. Trying to win the bye week. Trying to go one and zero on the bye week. That's wonderful. I have great memories with your previous guest, Liam, in that uh, studio. Liam, I mean, I know you could just hear what we were talking about. We were just talking about Luther Burden with Liam. I mean, what are your kind of takes on Luther Burden's commitment? What type of impact he's going to have on the program? That type of thing. Him deciding to stay home from St. Louis and stay in Missouri? Yeah, I mean, it's bigger than any win or loss record this year. I think that's sort of the bottom line. If if anything, it should give fans and uh, followers of that program a reason to take a step back and consider the context with which they are following this Missouri football team. And obviously there's an on-the-field product that is somewhat problematic this season. Uh, Luther Burden is bigger than that, and recruiting class is bigger than that and it's always looking toward the future it's the same with the arms race you know it's the same with building facilities it's all about recruiting it's all about the future um and burden is a reminder of that and so i think when you know i was hearing you guys talk about uh Drinkwitz and and whether he's making an excuse almost for how terrible the team is playing this year which they are i just was looking they're actually lower than South Carolina on uh, ESPN's SP Plus rankings, which is uh, a pretty solid analytics ranking. So pretty shocking that they're below South Carolina. But um, I, I, I think there's validity to what Drinkwood says. Obviously, you want to be better in the immediate present. And I do think the trajectory that they were on in an all-SEC schedule last year affects that. But the recruiting is more important. You know, I, the way I look at it, covering Auburn, um, to return to the relationship analogy, is that would, <laughs> yes. you, would, you, would you rather be in a relationship that has some growing pains? Uh, you know, you, you learn the bad things about your partner early on, but, but you decide to stick with it because you really like that person and it turns out to be rewarding in the long run or 
would you rather sort of be blindsided by the bad things eventually? And that is the potential concern at Auburn right now because Brian Harson is a first-year coach who has shown a pretty impressive ability to make in-game adjustments and find ways to win games. And Auburn is 5-2 and two, uh, and controls its own destiny still at this point in the SEC. But he's got the number 13, 2022 recruiting class in the SEC. That's the second worst recruiting class in the SEC right now. So, you know, he's they're working with house money and guys that Gus Malzahn recruited right now. It takes time to see whether a coach is going to be able to win and bring in his own players and win with those players. So, you know, there's something to be said even for a three and four Missouri team right now. I think that was a great commentary on recruiting as a whole, which is definitely like an important part of this um, for Missouri. Also, obviously the big thing they've been struggling with this season is, is run defense and not being able to stop anyone on the ground. And they've already made one firing because of that question for everyone, because obviously there are multiple of us in this room right now. What is Wilkes's standing at the end of this season, considering the fact that they just lost another SEC game, they haven't won one yet. I mean, Callum, I know you said on Saturday heading into that game that you thought if Texas A&M put up a lot of points, then Wilkes would likely be out. Do you still stand by that? No, I, I, no, I think they might have been tempted or goaded into a reactionary uh, response to that if tech, if, tech, if they'd gone two consecutive SEC games in a row getting 60 pieced, I think they might have felt a little bit of pressure to do something else again but I like what Bennett just said there that I mean they're still working with a lot of Odom's guys um, I think you know now that they've kind of they've got through this horrible phase and they are going to go through a horrible phase for the, the next five six weeks as well uh, I, I think they stick with them try and get some of his own guys in and see what they can do with that it also takes a while. I mean, he's coaching right. the NFL for 15 years mm-hmm. since he was like last in college. And I mean, whether or not that translates, I mean, it might take more than a year for it for him to sort of adjust. I don't think they thought the switch was going to be like instant, which maybe was like a sort of a blind side on the on the hiring. But I feel like if you're going to hire the guy and you, you, it's, you should sort of know that it might take a little bit to get adjusted to a college scheme and relating to college kids and you can't just have an NFL playbook in your hands. Right. Are they ready to burn him at the stake there already? Like right now? If you more or less. Luther yeah. Burton was a nice distraction. Just search yeah. Mizzou in a Twitter search bar during a game and you'll have your answer to that one. It's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, Max, uh I don't I don't uh to what you said about, you know, being patient with him uh coaches aren't always going to do that i I, i'm still sort of shocked that auburn fired their brand new receivers coach four games into the season uh and then you know mizzou you had jethro franklin so i don't know i the way coaches can be sporadic with who they fire and who they hire there's really no pattern to it to me it makes no sense (laughs) no the defensive line i mean the jethro firing i thought that was going to flip a switch in the season i thought maybe mizzou was going to go on a run i don't Hey, a run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the receivers coach at Auburn, I mean, that sparked something. What, a, what a, a run. Sudden, all of a sudden, those defensive linemen are 30 yeah. pounds larger yeah. and have better pass rush moves. They're quick off the ball. They're controlling the line of scrimmage. They're, yeah. Yeah, they, they talked a couple Tuesdays ago about energy, which they apparently did not have for the first uh, 
five games this season, but they brought it in practice leading up to Texas A&M. Granola bars were the answer, it turns out. Just... <laughs> you know what else will be gone? Tennessee fans from their stadium <laughs> after throwing things on the field. Oh, Wilson, you yes. wanted to talk about it. What do you want to talk about? I mean... So much. Who brought a mustard bottle to this? That's my biggest question. I have a lot of questions. Um, who brought the mustard bottle? Where is the golf ball right now is another question. Mm, that's a good one. I just, I had so many questions. That was a moment. That that was a pivotal moment in my life and my curiosity. As a golfer, I also have to uh, put. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, have to, I have to put a little bit of scrutiny on the fact that it was a yellow golf ball as well um that's that seems weird seems strange it's for the people that can't find their balls Callum. yeah I, yeah but i don't trust those people definitely the strangest part about this whole this, thing yeah no no that, that was my ball. takeaway that was my takeaway uh also possible that the person with the mustard and the golf ball were the same person because they well, couldn't yeah. find their mustard i guess <laughs> uh, both yellow both yellow um no who do you think brought the mustard who do i think brought yeah. the mustard yeah I always I mean, bring the mustard. Nice. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Hey, That's can I it. chime in here real quick? This is producer Logan, but um, I think the golf ball doesn't Lane Kiffin still has it because in his post game interview he was he had it in his hands, so yeah, he mean, might it's... he might very possibly still have that I'm golf sure ball. I'm sure he does, but I I always keep it. Yeah. Wilson he wants to write a follow up story on it. Yes, I do. What was that, Bennett? He also Odell like a water he ball. Did. Was that was impressive. They come to Auburn a week from Saturday. Oh, that'll be exciting. Auburn's on Auburn's on its bye week this week as well, too. Correct? It is. It's uh, breaking the action for for them and for me. That's good. Are you Are you winning the bye week, Bennett? Uh, you know, I I sort of prefer to take a fourth and one mentality (laughs) into the bye week. You know, it's it's uh, it's winner go home right now for me. Definitely. Well, I know you are about to get ready to listen to Brian Harson speak, so we will we will let you go. But it was great to have you on. Great to hear some of your input. I'm sorry that you and Liam could not have your interplay that you normally would have and didn't get to speak together. But we appreciate you taking some time out of your day to talk with us. You guys need to play uh, player or professor sometime. I think that <laughs> if there's any incentive to figure out a way to get us both on so that we can cause as much bedlam as possible with that. We will we will do some research into it. Maybe we'll do a games-only episode at the oh, end of the season and just like play that. all yeah. the past games. We can play the mascot fight oh, that Max and <laughs> Andy sure and Adam did. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he will endorse that content. But thank you again, Bennett. We appreciated it. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. See ya. Thanks, Bennett. Max, you're you're the lucky guest that gets to stick around for the game we're about to play. <laughs> Wilson, Wilson, tell us what it is. This game is Factor Cap. If you have been listening all year, which I'm sure you, the listener, and Max both have, I will read off five facts, usually about the team Missouri is playing this week. However, on a bye week, we're just going around the SEC this time. And, and yeah, well, well okay, you're you will have to decide whether it's true or not. Callum has a lead in the series, 3-2. Mm-hmm. Emily's trying to mm-hmm. win the bye week, tie this back up. Mm-hmm. We will start in Starkville, Mississippi, where Mississippi State's first president, John C. Stennis, known for being the first president of Mississippi State, also known for having six fingers on his right hand. Factor cap. Cap. 
Fact. Fact. That is Cap. Let's go. John C. Stennis was not the president of Mississippi State. He was a senator in like the 1930s or something. He did have six fingers though? No, he didn't. Oh. Oh, (laughs) Okay, so it was double made up. Wow. Wow, what a start. What a start to this bye week. Moving to the east, we're now in Auburn, where the Tigers' first ever first-team All-American was running back Jimmy Hitchcock in 1932. 1932. A long time ago, Wilson. It was a long time ago. I wasn't born then. What was his name? Neither was I, Max. Callum was. You want me to go first? Oh, that is a cheap blow. 1932, Jimmy Hitchcock. Can I get a a spelling or a pronunciation? J-I-M-M-Y. Okay. Um, I'm going to go fact. I don't don't know anything about Jimmy Hitchcock, but that's a running back name. I'm going to say... Sorry. Oh, please. I'm going to say fact just because I don't think you would do two back-to-back cap questions, though I could be entirely wrong. Uh, my reasoning is that I think you will. I think you're you're evil and dire enough to do that. Uh, yeah, cap. It, it, it is fact. Oh, that's tough. Let's go. Heading to the bayou, LSU, who LSU has been embroiled in some scandal recently. Tell them about it, Jojo. <laughs> One of their first scandals was in 1939, when President, when University President James Monroe Smith was accused of embezzling $500,000. Factor cap. What year was it? 1939. I, I, cap. Cap. Yeah. Because I think the number's actually 50000 and that's yep. why you stumbled that's, over I think, it. Yep, yep, yep. I think it's cap, because I don't think they had $500,000 yeah, in 1939. Wild. Like, the New Deal. Like, yeah. isn't that when they invented money? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So do we got three caps? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you guys cap. are all wrong. That's, uh, three all. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a lot of money for 1932. Mm. It, uh, James a- Monroe Smith was appointed by a Huey Long, who, if you're not familiar with him, look him up. He's one of the like most corrupt politicians just ever. He was kind of incredible. Wait, I'm going to do... Like, to a point that I'm impressed. Yeah. What What year was it again? 1939. Oh, you're fact-checking? No, I was going to... Check how much I was that is in today's do, money? Yeah, do inflation. That's going to be a lot. 500,000? Get your finance calculator. 9,867, 200... I'm not going to lie. I, I think Ed Orgeron's Point contract 19. is about 9 million. Hold on. <laughs> We're getting a circular narrative here. <laughs> Number four. Thanks. Alabama's original name, the University of Alabama's original name was Alabama School of Industry. Factor cap. ASI? ASI. I don't know if anyone abbreviated it to I that. But... <laughs> I'm going to say cap. That is cap. I feel like taking a risk here. Go ahead. I feel like taking a risk and saying fact. It's Cap. Oh, oh, I took wow. the lead. Oh. We're tied. Emily likes to gloat. Emily, <laughs> Emily does. Emily's a fan of gloating. So, Once we get into the game, I am not so humble. <laughs> As we go into the fifth question, what's the score here? Uh, I've got one. We've I got believe. two. Yeah, we're tied with... Max and I are tied at two, and Callum has one. Yeah, I'm on one. Okay. Ole Miss's mascot is named Tony the Land Shark. Okay. Factor Cap. What, Max? We played this game last year, <laughs> but Mizzou didn't play Mississippi, but I do remember Tony the Landshark had a, had something wrong with him. I don't remember if it was Tony, though. I believe that is fact because of the mascot game. I remember it was... 
I I'm, think it was Tony the Lancer. I'm nervous to go against Max because I don't want him to win because he's biased and knows, not biased, but he knows this question but already. Mizzou never played Tony the Landshark last year, but I believe it was a Did Landshark. Did Truman the Tiger play him? Truman, I, they didn't. They didn't play last year. But so. I also need to take a risk and try and beat I'm him. Not, I'm not 100% confident I'll go, here. I'll go Cap, because as long as I beat Callum, it still counts as a win moving forward. In that case, I'm going fact. It is a fact. <laughs> Let's go! You do not bet against the mascots. Yes. <laughs> is, is, is that overtime? That, uh, so Max is the Max honorary winner. But... wins, okay. but we should we probably haven't... do overtime yeah. for us. Yeah. I am very excited for overtime. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay. Did you come prepared with overtime? Oh, of yeah. course I did. We went overtime in what, like the first week, and it took Wilson like five whole minutes to find a new <laughs> question, so we had to yeah. prep. Can I play for fun? Sure. Okay. This is not about a specific school. It is mm. about the SEC as a whole. And by SEC, I mean the Security Exchange Commission, oh my God. which was established by Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal, Factor Cap. Whoa, this, yeah, this I can't believe time, that got tied in. This is the second time the New Deal has come up. That's that fact. I think it is fact. That, in I the think, interest of the game. I think that's Cap. Yeah, um, it, in the interest of the game. <sighs> it, it is fact. Oh, it was, let's go. So we, I had not ans- answered the question. But <laughs> you, I said, will, you said I was fact. deliberating. <laughs> you said facts. Uh, Callum's going to accuse this of being an American uh, podcast. Yeah, this is like an American podcast. Trivia is... of being American when like yeah. half the questions were also about Europe. <laughs> okay, I guess we're going into double overtime now. What? Wait, no, 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 I, I got it wrong. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Emily won. Oh. Wait, did it? Yeah, I said fact. It was yeah. Fact. I was go- yeah, and then I was going towards cap. Do you I guys want? You do you guys want to? Do you guys okay, want a okay. trivia question from last year's podcast? Sure. Oh, yeah, let's do okay. It. What was Purdue Pete arrested for at McDonald's last year? <laughs> Hitting was... someone with his, his car. car. <laughs> We've talked about this. Well, Wilson, you were playing the game here. <laughs> fact. I wanted the actual charge. Demanding oh. a whopper. There were, there were two charges. The being... actual charge. Yeah. This is similar. To Accidental manslaughter. It was alleged um, battery. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. And disorderly He conduct. hit, like, a person, not another car. At the, he was, the, the guy was a senior at the Cranet School of Management, and Purdue Pete, 2 a.m. on October 11th, one year ago, <laughs> last <laughs> Monday. <laughs> recent. <laughs> it's a recent anniversary. Yeah, I, I, cel- well, not celebrated, but. The person survived, though, right? I think so yeah yeah because it would have been manslaughter yeah okay wow man Purdue just Uh, taking down people all over the place he walked he was going to mcdonald's because he was drunk he said he was he wanted a burger and he was he was drunk Mm. makes sense well you know they honored him by beating iowa (laughs) that's true almost a year to the day (laughs) what a high note to end on murder (laughs) drunkenness beating iowa (laughs) security exchange commission this this has been the sixth episode of the Tiger Kickoff podcast presented to you by the Columbia, Missouri MU Football Beat Writers. We will be back next week with another pod previewing Vandy, obviously. The big um, one. The, the big one. I mean, we kind didn't of. really talk about it, but if they if Mizzou somehow manages to not win, they're definitely not making a bowl game. Oh, yeah. Are you still on the hill that Vandy are going to beat Mizzou? Yes. Are you still there? Oh. Yeah, I'm still on that hill. It's going to end up being like 10-7 or something like that. But oh, what a game. 
Wilson also said today that he wants it to be close. So I'm, I'm tired of covering blowouts. We've covered a lot of them. Yeah. So we will be back to preview that game. Max Baker, thank you so much for joining us it's been today. An honor. Shout out to Bennett and Liam again just for joining us. And yeah, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tiger Kickoff Podcast. This podcast is produced by Cameron Connor and Logan Franz. Music for this podcast comes from Alligator Indian. Catch us next week at ColumbiaMissourian.com or wherever you get your podcasts.